You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. That's 24-7. My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered combos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. What is going on, everybody? Welcome on in to Hashtag New Foods with Zach Peter. I hope you guys are ready because this is the episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that we have been waiting for. Okay, we have finally made it to Aspen. So we're going to get into what aired, what didn't air and what's left to come. Hopefully you guys have had a great week. Um, I guess we can start off by recapping this week's episode of Beverly Hills. I'll chat about the Aspen stuff again, what we saw, what we didn't see, what we're going to see then some of your uh, ideas and or not ideas, but like feelings, thoughts, vibes about this week's episode. Hi, Instagram. What's going on, everybody? Let's talk Aspen. Okay. 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 So, and like I said, after this, we'll be doing our members only after party, only on YouTube, not on Instagram. So if you guys do want to join the members only after party, I will spill tea about the Patrick Summers Instagram live. We'll talk all about, um, the worst celebrity that I've ever had to work with. All about it. All of it. How do you feel about Kathy? She just commented on my Instagram post. So I've got a lot of feelings about Kathy. Okay, so let's let's briefly recap this week's episode of Real Houses of Beverly Hills, right? So we start off fresh off of where things ended last week, right after the Erica blow up with Crystal and Kyle. Erica ends up leaving. She's like, peace out, bitches. I'm done. I'm going to go pat the puss over at Diana's place because it's it's free of the ghosts. She got the Ghostbusters and the Ghostbusters came in and I want to make sure that there are no ghosts. So I'm going to go stay with Diana. And Dorit's like, I'm going to help you pack Erica because Rena went to bed and I don't know where she went. She's hiding from Kathy somewhere. Right. JK. So then we see the group get together to have coffee the next morning right before they have to go to the hat shop. Kyle loves this hat shop, and it's where they set your hats on fire like they're flaming saddles or something, right? The coffee scene, I mean, it was cute. Crystal kind of brings up that the case, because as we see at the top of this episode, Erica's case in Chicago, this is when that got dismissed without prejudice. That basically means that the case was, uh, well, I... Actually, it's not what it means, because what actually happened was Edelson decided to take their case out of Chicago and move it over to California. So when a case gets dismissed without prejudice, that basically means that there's a possibility that the case could be refiled at some point in the future. Um, It's pretty common that most of these like civil cases that get dismissed or that are voluntarily withdrawn are usually dismissed without prejudice or voluntarily withdrawn without prejudice. Uh, unless there's usually like a settlement or some like legal reason they can't refile it or whatever. But his intention, as he said, was always he was planning on refiling this case in California. Obviously, we're watching this break in real time. So this is when he originally withdrew his case from Illinois before it got to California. Very different from the Sheldon and Finn 
case that Erica was uh, recently released from because the judge ruled in her favor that she could be released from the case because there was no evidence evidence to prove that Erica Girardi had any sort of financial or sorry, fiduciary responsibility to Tom Girardi and his clients at Girardi Keys or their contractors. In this case, with that specific lawsuit, they were contractors, they were co-counsel on a lawsuit with Girardi Keys. They're claiming they didn't get all of their share of the money. They were not clients. They were not victims. I mean, depending on how you look at victims. Um, anyway, so, but and to clarify, I, Ronald Richards is representing that case, and I do believe that he is still looking to pursue EJ Global LLC. I don't know how strong of a case he's going to have against EJ Global LLC now that Erica Girardi has already been dismissed. So we'll have to see where that goes. But anyway, the girls talk about it. Crystal's like, yeah, this doesn't really, it's not the win that she thinks it's going to be. And Erica's like, listen, it's a win for today. And I'm just happy that, you know, it is what it is. Then we actually get to the Flaming Saddles, the Flaming Hats store. I don't remember what the store was even called. Um, all we remember is Kathy Hill. All we remember is 818 Tequila and Casa de Sol Tequila. So they're there. They're trying on their hats. They're taking shots. One thing that people missed in this scene is we do see Lisa Rinna and Kyle Richards taking a shot of Kathy Hilton's Casa de Sol tequila on camera. So when you see the woman coming and pouring the bottle, if you look, it is the bottle of Kathy's tequila that Kyle and Rinna both take a shot of at the actual spot, right? Okay, we're good. Then Rena decides, you know, oh, Kimosabi, which I think is a really like I. Kimosabi sounds I don't like, I don't know a place where I could get chemotherapy and eat sushi. Like I don't, I don't think that's a very good like I wouldn't immediately think hat shop. Maybe there's something in there. Maybe the, those terms are hat terms. I'm not a hat person, so don't crucify me. Um, if you drag me on Twitter, I don't really care. Anyway, they're at the sushi spot to try on hats, right? So they're there at Kimo Wasabi and Rin is like, I'm going to go up to the bar and I'm going to try this eight when I ate tequila because it's my friend Kendall Jenner's and I like Kendall Jenner because my daughter used to date Scott Disick and I didn't really like it, but I thought I liked it because it, you know, it was really good press. And so I'm going to give her tequila some press. So she goes up orders her 818 tequila or a taste of it. She didn't order a drink. She's just like, can I taste the 818 tequila? And then she's like, ooh, it's so sweet. And like some people on Twitter were like, this is the kind of like petty housewife stuff that like we used to live for, right? When someone decides that they're going to, um, you know, shade somebody, you know, in this way. So I thought Kimosabi was a sushi place. See, thank you, Lucas. I'm not the only one that thought Kimosabi sounded like a sushi spot. It's not a place where I would be like, oh, yeah, I want a hat. Let me go to Kimosabi. You know, this had to be scripted. Um, I don't know if it was scripted. Listen, I think Lisa Rinna is very mindful of what she does on camera. And I think she knew that she was being a little shady. She was probably pissed that Kathy Hilton came in you know, held out for more money. I don't believe she got the two million that was that being reported. I don't even think she was asking for two million. I think that was just a rumor, but she was. Um, Kimosabi means friend. The Lone Ranger used to call Native American. Oh, okay. Thank you, Russ. And that makes more sense. I would. That was unbeknownst to me. Thank you for bringing that information. Got it. Um, so anyway, I don't think Rena. I think she was being a little shady, right? But I don't think she was trying to like deliberately, or maybe she was trying to deliberately piss Kathy off. Again, this is the petty shit that we used to live for on Housewives, right? So Kathy gets upset. I think she over exaggerated and 
we got so many tequila plugs of her prior. We also got it at the shop. She's like, my tequila's here. My tequila's here. And then she goes up to the bartender and she's just like, um, hello, are you going to serve my tequila or do I have to do it myself? And I was like, oof, you're so angry. So she gets, she's like mean to Kyle, even though later she like pretends that she's not mean to Kyle. And then she like storms off and she's like, I'm done. I'm pissed. And she like gets, she gets her little Trader Joe shopping bag and she marches on out there in her snow boots that are not really snow boots, which I thought was a little nastier and brattier TBH than when they were all like, Kathy, we're not taking shots at one in the morning. We're not doing bottoms up. So then we cut to Kyle's house and Kyle's still like visibly upset and tired and Kyle and Dorit have it out. And like, listen, I think this whole Aspen trip just looked very fatiguing on the women, right? Like everybody was super emotional. Um, and I think Kyle's like lashing out at Dorit came from a place of like sheer exhaustion more than anything. Um, it just seemed like, like Kathy seemed tired. Kyle seemed tired. Everybody seemed a little extra emotional. It seemed like everybody was just kind of over it, right? Like everyone was just tired and ready to go home. And we know this is the last day in Aspen. So it seemed like at that point, everyone's like, let's just get through this, whatever. I actually like the fact that Dorit stood by her friend. I know it's Erica. Listen, I don't love Erica's behavior um, in this episode necessarily, but I do like that, you know, Dorit is being a good and loyal friend. We also see that Rinna and Diana also tried to talk to Erica into having some compassion for the victims. I think that also shows a true friendship as well. You want to hold people accountable. Um, They supported her while also trying to hold her accountable in a way, but I don't think it was a way that was like, I'm trying to have a moment. I'm trying to look good on the show. Like, you know, Rinna did it off camera. Diana kind of, you know, did it at the, when they went shopping the next day while the other girls were out for coffee. Um, Dorit had her moments with it and it just, you know, and I think Dorit made a really good point of being like, she was in tears and like, I'm just, I'm not going to kick my friend when they're down. When my friend's hurting, I'm going to be there for them. And listen, I think Dorit's a loyal friend. We saw she was loyal with Denise, right? Last season with the, or not last season, but the season prior, season 10, when the Brandy and Denise affair rumors came up, Denise, or uh, Dorit was like, listen, I believe Denise. I don't believe Brandy. Denise is my friend and I choose to believe Denise. And I'm like, okay. Cool. I'm tired and over them. I'm not. I actually think this was a really good episode and it had very high ratings, as did Watch What Happens Live when Erica Jane appeared with Michael Rappaport. So there appears to be something that's getting this all tuned in. And I don't necessarily think that it's just Crystal. Um, But so they all go out for drinks, right? Afterwards, Erica decides to show up with Diana. Dorit decides to show up after she had her pizza earlier and her and Kyle made up and Mauricio came in. He's like, ladies, ladies, on behalf of PK, I'm telling you, this is enough. Like, you love each other, relax, chill out, blah, blah, blah. And listen, I think that's the sign of a real, like, deep, true friendship, right? The fact that, you know, you can have these fights and scream at each other and then be able to work through it. So they all go out for drinks. We get Crystal and Dorit having it out. Um, And listen, again, Dorit may not be loyal to her accent, but she is loyal to her friends. And she was telling Crystal, she's like, listen, I don't know all the information and neither do you. And neither do us. And neither do the lawyers, right? Because they're all still trying to dig up the information to this day. I mean, Erica's most recent case in, in Sheldon and Finn, that one got dismissed because there was no evidence to prove that she had any sort of fiduciary responsibility to Tom's former co-counsel. 
So hi, Kresha XHO. Sorry, XO, XO, my love. Hi, I love you too. Thank you. And your YouTube channel. Thank you, Kresha. I appreciate that, my love. So they're out for drinks. Crystal and Dorit have it out. Um, She's a loyal friend. I like that she's there for Erica. It was nice to then see Kyle and Erica bury the hatchet as well. And they got to work through their issues. We see Erica here, you know, again, I've caught these moments. They haven't been big moments. And I don't think enough credit has been given to these moments. But to be fair, in contrast to the other moments, um, Erica does... You know, she does say that she hopes anyone that's been wrong, she would like to see them made whole. Very similar wording. She said this on multiple occasions that she wants to see the victim or she wants to see people that have been done wrong. She wants to see them made whole. But there is a legal system that needs to, to be utilized in this case and the process needs to play out and we need to see how it ends up playing out. So I think it was nice that she acknowledged them. She said the same thing on Watch What Happens Live. Again, I've caught that she has said this before. Um, she's said it in multiple press interviews. She said it at last year's reunion. They're very brief and small moments. I wish they were grander gestures, but I also don't understand what it means to be in a position like that legally. Um, and I can only imagine, you know, that's not an easy position to be in. Wearing the earrings, though, in this week's episode, I probably would not have gone there. You know, I understand you want to keep them until a judge makes a ruling. Okay, cool. I get that. Fine. Stay true to the facts of the law. Cool. But wearing them on the show, saying that you're wearing them on the show, that was a decision that was not my favorite decision. I didn't, I didn't like that. Um, it did feel a little smug. Um, Again, I don't, I've said it, I don't, culpability and likability are two different things. I don't think she's trying to be likable, but she's trying to prove that she's not culpable. However, listen, it's one thing to hold on to the earrings and say, I'm going to wait until a judge decides who these earrings belong to. And if you get to keep the earrings, then fine. You can celebrate by wearing the earrings. So, so I didn't love that she wore the earrings in this episode and took them to Aspen. I was like, yes, bitches, I'm going to wear the earrings because they're technically still my earrings. I was like, oof, okay. Ooh. Um, but I'm glad that she and Kyle made up. I think that Crystal, it was Crystal or it was Garcelle who said that she doesn't understand why Kyle and Erica can make up so fast, but Sutton is always being punished forever. And I think there's a big difference here that we have to distinguish that like the Fox Faux Four, as they're called, those are real friends, right? They've had like real deep conversations. They travel. They're still friends outside of the show. They've known each other for many years. They're not just TV friends. I think Sutton is a TV friend. I think Sutton and Garcelle are TV friends, to be honest with you. I don't think they've ever really had a deep friendship. That's just my own personal opinion. But I don't think Sutton knew any of these women all that well prior. I think they like all kind of were in the same social circle, but I don't think they actually knew each other to the point where they actually liked each other. And I don't even think Sutton, Garcelle, and Crystal even like each other that much. If anything, I think Sutton and Erica like each other more than Sutton and Crystal actually like each other, just given the moments and the natural chemistry that I think that they have. You know, we see Erica and Sutton, one have had deep conversations. You know, when Erica first filed for divorce, Sutton was kind of trying to be a friend to her at the beginning before all the legal stuff came out about Gerardi Keese. 
and Sutton and Garcelle hate each other in hated each other in the beginning. Yeah, I don't think they ever recovered from that. Um, but I do think that, you know, the newer women to the group, and that's fair, right? When you're newer to the group, it's easier to not be as close to them. But it's like, you can't also be like, it's not fair. We're not as close. We can't just move on from things. But it's because you don't have the same type of relationship. Like, let's not pretend. You know, Yolanda was always really big on that about Hollywood friends and real friends. And she was always saying that Lisa Vanderpump was always a Hollywood friend. And she didn't really, she didn't really do that, you know? Um, I don't agree with you that they're, that they're hanging out outside of, the TV Sutton was with Garcelle's son a few months ago, and even Crystal was with Sutton with the new guy when she's dating. Yes, but haven't you noticed that all of those moments are always posted on social media? It's always during an episode where it's kind of convenient for them to hang out together. I didn't really see them hanging out that much on the off season, you know? Yeah, I agree, Lucas. I think Erica and Sutton have natural chemistry together, and I think they've had deep conversations together that I don't think the other women have actually had. That's just the impression that I get. If they were really good friends, I think we would see a little more chemistry. In general, for members, do we have the option to replay the after party? Yes, the re- the after party live streams will be saved for all of the members. So you'll get access to the live stream and you'll get access to the to the replay afterwards tones, which I know is different because we've never saved after parties. However, I'm trusting that the Zach Pack members won't leak anything. But listen, I'm still going to spill the T-tones. Okay, so then we see Kyle and Kyle's like, let's go out for one more drink. What's the worst that can happen? One more drink after we finish taping. They're done for the night. Cameras are down. I believe even some of the producers decided to join the women to have a drink at the club. The What was it? The Carabin Club? Um, not Carabin. Carbone club something club it was one of kyle's favorite clubs where chris jenner almost got you know rejected because she was wearing a coat and the coat was her whole outfit and they didn't want to let her in because they didn't like the coat and kathy was like oh my god they're not gonna let me in because i have sweatpants and Ritten's like they're gonna let you in and she's like i'm wearing sweatpants and she's like okay come on with your sweatpants and she's like i'm not wearing sweatpants so anyway boom they go out we see then we cut to rena in her confessional right and we see the texts, and the texts are riveting. The music, riveting. Rinna sound bites, chilling. Like, I was literally the last 30 seconds of this week's. This was a good episode overall. I think Kyle and Dorit was interesting because there's a real dynamic and friendship there. I think Erica versus Crystal 2.0 was kind of interesting because they both kind of went at each other pretty hard, where I don't think we ever, like, even when it's been Sutton versus Erica, Erica was always able to eat up Sutton. It was always like the pit bull and the chihuahua. But Crystal's found her voice and she's standing up to Erica. And listen, you got to give props. Whatever her motive is, whether it's to be liked or whether it's because she genuinely cares about the victims or whatever it is. I haven't seen Rob write any checks to the victims um, or donate to Diana's charity fund that's now available. Um, But whatever. That's neither here nor there. I liked that Crystal found a voice and was able to hold her own and kind of was like unafraid to go toe to toe toe with Erica and was very unrattled by her as well. I thought that that was compelling to watch. Um, I love how Erica was like, Kyle wants to go to one more bar. What's the worst that can happen? Right, Danielle? So culture, society, on every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, 
the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out, and you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. We see the text messages and there's a text exchange between Lisa Rinna and Erica Jane. And she's like, oh, my God, Kathy's having a meltdown. The things that she said about her sister are vile. It's awful. It's disgusting. And Erica's just like, oof, this is crazy. She's like, what? OMG. Wow. And then we get the text message from Kathy. And it says, silence is golden. I'm staying silent. Heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji. Dun, dun, dun. It had me shooketh, you guys. Uh, oh, yeah, we, we forgot the no boyano, but the no boyano didn't come in the text message thread that we got on the show. That came in the text messages that Lisa Rinna re- leaked on Instagram stories, which for further context, for those of you that didn't see it or don't remember, Lisa Rinna posted that there were there were more than just the the silence is golden. I'm staying silent. Heart emojis. I mean, first of all, that was like so threatening and like terrifying. Like I was scared of Kathy Hilton in that moment. I thought she was going to threaten me with those heart emojis. Um, but there was another one where she's like, if this gets out, like it's going to be a really bad situation. Um, it's going to be no bueno for all parties involved. And I was like, ooh. For all parties, she's like, I'm coming guns a blazing, right? So that's how it ends to be continued. So let's get into next week, right? After your book club, I agree with Michael Rappaport. Kathy is not a dumb lady, but then again, all the women have their breaking points. I don't think Kathy's a dumb lady at all, right? So what happened in Aspen? Okay. Based off of, you know, what my sources were revealing to me at the time and even after the fact. So it appears that what happened is Kathy did make it into the, the club. Um, her sweatpants were fine. It was all good. She seemed to be upset and rattled and rattling off about something. I think what really happened is once she was tired and she was just kind of over the trip and she was just ready to go home. Right. And I think she also realized we're not mic'd. We don't have the cameras on us. We're off for the night. So now I can really be the monster that I know that I am. And it's interesting because if you watch the interview that she did right after Aspen where she denied any of this to, it was I think it was an Instagram or sorry, not an, yeah, it was an Instagram live for E! News, right? And in that Instagram live, she's with Paris Hilton and they're both being interviewed. They're promoting Paris and Love. And she says, she's like, you know, I read something that I was screaming and throwing things. And she's like, that's not me. And then when she says, that's not me, Paris kind of laughs and she's like, what? And it was kind of like a, and, and some people caught that. I didn't immediately catch it until some people were like, oh, Paris just gave it away that she really does act like that because she seemed shocked that Kathy was like, I don't act that way. And Paris was like, what do you mean you don't act that way? And it seemed like a genuine sort of like knee jerk reaction that I don't think Paris really thought it through. Paris, who seems to be very media trained, I think it was literally just like a moment of like, oof meaning it's probably likely that she does act like this. Um, Further sort of confirming that Kathy does have this behavior. But I think it was like guard down. Cameras down, mics off, guard down. 
I can really just not have to play up this hunky-dory character. And we did see her get a little agitated at the hat wasabi shop, right? Um, She was kind of like snapping at the bartender before she stormed out and she left from taping. So I think, you know, we kind of saw this coming and I think she was tired. However... She started a spiral even further about Kyle and was apparently saying really nasty, vile things. I've heard some of the things that she said about Kyle that night, and I've also heard about some of the things that she said about Kyle and Mauricio just in general. And if the things that I've heard are true, then they are pretty awful. And again, it wasn't just that night that I've heard about the things that she said. Have you tried Kathy's tequila? No, Peggy, I haven't. But you know, what's funny is I heard that there were PR boxes. Actually, I didn't hear. I saw, I heard and I saw people posting on Instagram that there were PR boxes that she sent to different influencers just in time for last night's all new episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. All very strategic, all very calculated. She had handwritten notes that she wrote to people. And she made sure that the the tequila was delivered just in time for Wednesday. Doesn't sound very hunky-dory to me. So apparently what happened in Aspen is in addition to her spiraling about Kyle and starting to run her mouth about all the things that she hates about Kyle and how she wants to destroy Kyle, she also had an altercation with the DJ. She wanted the DJ to play some... I think it was Billie Jean by Michael Jackson and the DJ told her, no, go back to Los Angeles. And then she got pissed off about that. And she's like, you can't talk to me like that. I'm Kathy motherfucking Hilton. She didn't say that. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But um, apparently after the DJ told her to go back to Los Angeles, the DJ was snappy with her, right? So apparently Kathy then went and said to Erica, she called the DJ an old F-A-G-G-O-T. The, you know. The, the, the homophobic slur with the F word. She called him an old one of those. And Erica was like very taken aback by that and very unhappy about that. Because, you know, Erica says she's the queen of the gays, right? I give the gays everything they want. It's expensive to be me. That's just who I be. It's expensive to be me. The things that you heard she said sound like a good topic for after party. Ooh, Russ, that's a good idea. Maybe I will reveal it or reveal some of the things in after party. But so... Yeah, she has, she drops the homophobic slur. Um, I heard a rumor that she also snapped at security. Um, so it's not looking good for Kathy. And apparently after the club, the women got her out, decided to take her back to Kyle's, and she continued to spiral. And that's where we see the text messages from Lisa Rinna to Erica Jane, um, where she's basically you know, screaming and continuing to melt down. That's where we saw her that night when she ended up posting on, she posted on, I'm sorry if that hurts you, Zach. It doesn't hurt me. Nothing hurts me anymore. The strongest thing on, on, on the planet isn't diamonds. It's me. So she, remember, commented on Rick, her husband's Instagram, and she's like, you need to get me out of here. And she was like flipping out, right? So apparently this was all going down that night. When you see her her Instagram post on uh, or her Instagram comment on Rick's post saying, get me out of here. And then you see the screenshots with the timestamps of Lisa Rinna texting Erica. And then you see the timestamp of Kathy Hilton telling her silence is golden. I'm staying silent. It seems, no, we don't have footage because I just told you they weren't filming. Um, so it sounds like this kind of sort of checks out. 
That's what we didn't see. We're going to see them start to talk about it more, I believe, in next week's episode. So we still have a few events to come before the end of the season. Crystal has a Great Gatsby style or Great Gatsby murder themed party. I think it's like a murder mystery party and it's Gatsby inspired. So they dress up Gatsby style, right? So that's where it all starts to come up. That's where we have the scene in the trailer where Crystal's like, is it really that bad? And it's like, yeah, it's bad. It's that bad. So, and then we see Erica talking to Diana and she's like, if we're going to talk about Erica's behavior, then we need to talk about everybody's behavior. So we're going to get into it. And as I told you guys before, Kathy stopped filming with the cast. She didn't show up to any cast events. So there's Crystal's Gatsby murder party. Then Garcelle hosts the dinner party. Then Erica has her pretty mess hair care launch party or hair launch party. Then we have Kyle's finale party. And so out of all of those events, Kathy didn't show up to them because when she got word that the women were talking about her behavior in Aspen, she stopped doing group events. And I believe there was only one scene that she was supposed to film with Kyle that Rinna also happened to be at. To me, it sounded like the producers kind of set this up to make sure Rinna and Kathy ended up being face to face and Kathy wasn't going to be, they intentionally didn't let Kathy know that Rinna was going to be there. So that's where we see the con- the confrontation with them and we see Kyle crying and Ka- Kathy's like, well, you can be really unkind too, Lisa. And Lisa's like, you're not going to get away with it, Kathy. You are not going to get away with it. That's the only scene we get from Kathy after Aspen. So that's the only scene we get from Kathy for the rest of the season from here on out, at least until the reunion. So like what Denise and Rinna filmed. Exactly. It was kind of like an updated reiteration of that. So Kathy dips out. We still have these parties. Um, Apparently it continues to get brought up and talked about. I would imagine Crystal's Gatsby party is going to be the main focus of the next episode. And then the following episode will be Garcelle's dinner party and the Pretty Mess hair care launch. And then the finale will come with the Kathy versus Rinna and with Kyle's party. So I believe there are probably only three episodes left. They may have four episodes, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's likely only three left at this point. We'll see how it all goes down. But apparently things remain rocky with Erica and Kyle. Or, yeah, I I would assume things remain because it sounds like Erica really wants to hold Kathy accountable. Um, I don't know if the gay slur comes up during taping. I feel like they've teased so much of Erica talking about Kathy that I feel like they have to say, like, reveal what Erica says or what Erica claims Kathy said about the DJ in Aspen. I know it does come up at the reunion, And the women all did discuss it during filming. So I'm curious to see how it's all going to be, if and how it's all going to be brought up in the edits. So the reunion was rough. Erica said it on Watch What Happens Live that they didn't even take a cast photo at the end of it because it was so dark and so heavy. And Andy's like, it was rough that even I was fine not pushing them needing to do a cast photo afterwards. We'll have to see. We will have to. To see, but this is the first time I think in Housewives history that they didn't do a cast and all cast photo together at the end of it, which is crazy. But apparently, the reunion is rough, 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 rough. Curious what your thoughts are about Aspen. Um, for whatever reason, I thought that Lisa, Kyle, and Kathy's scene was the day after Kathy's meltdown. No, that comes after. 
I believe it happens after Erica's pretty mess hair party, but before the finale. So I'm pretty sure we're going to see it in the finale. They, they're not going to give us that scene beforehand. They're going to drag that out because I think that's the most compelling part, right? There were multiple meltdowns in Aspen. Yes, Edgardo. Yes, there were. The altitude likely ruined their lives. That's a good point, Christy, because they were all very like, ooh. oh, yeah, somebody's saying Kathy is MAGA. Kathy is also not at the reunion, right? No, Kathy came to the reunion. She came to the reunion, and I hear she denies everything. Uh, but the MAGA thing. So Kathy also, she skipped out on the reunion, on the finale party. Sorry, not the reunion, the Kyle's finale party. She didn't go to that, in addition to not going to the other events. Her publicist at the time said, oh, well, Kathy's just a friend of. She's not obligated to go to any of these events. It's like, well, she went up to, you know, she went to a few of the events to promote her Casa de Sol tequila. And then when she got called out, she ran. And then it was later revealed that she, that same weekend that, she, that they filmed the finale party, she decided to go to Florida to go to a, um, Trump was having a football, was it a Super Bowl party? I think it was a Super Bowl party. But anyway, she went to go spend the weekend with, you know, at Mar-a-Lago with Donald Trump. So people are like, oh, wow, Kathy, you can go to Mar-a-Lago, but you couldn't show for the reunion? Oh, no. Not saying that you're a terrible person if you, you know, like Donald Trump or support Donald Trump. Listen, Paul, I don't, I don't believe politics and ethics necessarily always align um, because I think there are good and bad people on both sides. And I think, you know, even myself, I'm definitely somewhere in the middle. I'm in the purple. I'm not the red or the blue. I'm definitely in the purple. I'm not the black or the white. I'm definitely in the gray. So... I just, I don't know. I consider myself to be an independent thinker. I vote based off of issues, not based off of what a color tells me I have to do. MAGA hate is so last year. Who cares? I mean, listen, I don't care that she went to go spend it with Donald Trump. I care that she lied and said, oh, because that was the thing. She said that the reason she didn't go to the finale party, that's why I brought up the the Mar-a-Lago thing, is because she said she went to go to Florida to be with her dear friend who had lost her mother a year ago. I was like, so you came to be with your dear friend who lost her mother a year ago you didn't think to be with your friend in that year leading up to her or after her mother passed away and you just also happened to like find yourself at a super bowl party like mm. what do you think of lisa renna not going to BravoCon? oh here's another thing that i don't know why people are making such a big deal about this she was never going to BravoCon. in the initial announcement of all of the the talent which came weeks ago she wasn't listed in it she was never going to BravoCon. Um, I also don't believe any of the women are paid to go to BravoCon. So, like, when you're already getting hated on, when you're already getting beaten up by the fans, like, why do you want to go to BravoCon? You don't get paid to do it. So why even go and do it? Sure, it's more exposure, but at this point, does she really want to do more? Does she really want more exposure? It makes me wonder, did Kyle bring her own... Did Kyle bring her on the show to purposely bring her down? No, I don't think Kyle purposely brought Kathy on the show to bring her down. Team Zach, you were the first about it, about Kathy's upcoming scandal. Yes, I was. I listen, I was the first. Yes. Oh, well, actually, me and Queens of Bravo, to be fair. Me and Queens of Bravo were two of the, the two that were revealing it. They were revealing it like on Twitter, and I was revealing it on Instagram, and then I gave the whole story on the podcast. So, yeah. Okay, that's all the Beverly Hills stuff. Summer House, or sorry, not Summer House, Winter House is returning. We got the Winter House trailer on 
Thursday, we get to see that Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz are there. It is brought up about his divorce from Katie Maloney. So we get a little snippet of like what he was going through at that time since we know Vanderpump Rules wasn't filming at that time. There's lots of newbies. I think there are like three newbies that weren't there last season that are being added to the cast this season. We see Paige and Craig. They're together. Apparently, this is the first time that they're living together. I feel like they've stayed with each other before, though, but I guess they've never really lived together. And this is the first time we get to see that. This is the first time we see Kyle and Amanda married living together because obviously they got married on Summer House last season, but now we're past Summer House and now we're into the Winter House. And now we get to see what life is as, you know, newlyweds. Corey is hot. He's one of the newbies. I think he's like he was he went to college with Craig or something or was like connected to Craig's fraternity. He's hot. But he looks like a total F boy and he seems to be the one messing with, around with everybody. Summer or sorry, Winterhouse looks wild. Oh, then we get a surprise Carl and Lindsay. Nobody knew Carl and Lindsay were going to be there. I didn't even hear that. I heard about Tom and Tom being there. And I heard about one of the guys getting kicked out for sexual harassment. I heard about that. I did not hear that Lindsay and Carl made a surprise appearance. And that was a nice surprise that I caught in the in the trailer. Because I was like, what? That is a leak that I did not see coming. But Luke is apparently the one that got thrown out because he made a move on Paige, I guess. He unclear what it says he Craig goes off on Luke and is like you touched my girl and then he's like threatening to beat him up so that's crazy and then we see Luke packing up his things and leaving so that's all very very crazy very very crazy Paige and Craig are so cute Val in the trailer yes they are very cute Um, hearing about the Hilton book from book club. I'm not surprised about how she behaves. I'm not either. Thank you, Zach. You are open-minded. I tried to be. Listen, I'm not perfect. I definitely try to be, Susan. Um, okay. Uh Uh-oh, Patrick, what? Oh, Patrick said he sent you a cease and desist the day after the live with you when he had a live the next day. Is that true? No, I never received a cease and desist. I have not received a cease and desist. That is not true. I don't even know why he would say something. People were DMing me that he said that. That's not true. Okay, let's actually, let's get into the Patrick stuff. So we're going to wrap the live and we're going to move over to members only, which if you guys want to join our after party, I will spill all the Patrick tea, everything leading up to me going live with Patrick, what happened afterwards, because he and I have DM'd since then. Um, And no, I did not receive a cease and desist. That is not true. I never received a cease and desist. Also, you... We'll get into it in After Party. If you guys want to join After Party, head over to youtube.com slash JustPlainZach. After Party, I'm going to start that broadcast in maybe about 10 minutes. So let's wrap this up here. But my goodness... um, First of all, thank you guys for listening to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. If you want to keep up with me, you can follow me at just plain Zach all over the internet, or you can follow the podcast at no filter with Zach. I do have a big announcement that I'm going to be making on our members only after party. It is members only. It's only $2.99 a month. So if you want to join tonight's uh, story, I'm going to do stories from when I was working in Hollywood. And tonight I'm going to talk about the worst celebrity that I ever worked with. On top of a special announcement that I have to make that I'm not making publicly 
or at least I can't make publicly just yet, but I'm very excited that I get to share with you. And we'll get into all the Patrick stuff. I'll answer all your questions about the Patrick stuff. So head on over to youtube.com slash Join members only. We're going to be going live momentarily. Love you guys. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the show at No Filter with Zach. Get some No Filter Wine at nofilterwine.com. Nofilterwine.com. That's one thing I do have to thank Patrick about. He kept talking shit about my wine and the sales were, were popping. So thank you guys for ordering. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Now, for, for those of you guys that are in the YouTube chat right now, one, thank you. Smash the like button before you leave. But we will be moving over to the after party, which is a separate link. So you'll pop out of this one and pop over. Just go to the membership tabs and you'll find it. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Talk to you in after party. Ciao for now.